0: Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K Faith Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and today I am joined by not one, but two. guests. one of them, you have heard before, he is the patron saint of the Rock Block, the man that pops the ratings, Jesse Baker, is here with us. Jesse, how you doing, bro?
1: Brother, I'm doing just dandy, far better than I deserve, my friend, far better.
0: Nice nice nice.
1: And now new to the show, the godfather
0: of the rock scene in Nashville, the booking champion himself, Benji Brown. Benji, how you doing, bro?
2: Oh, I'm doing good. That's a thanks for that lead-in. That was amazing. Thank you.
0: <laughs> well, I have to get you guys over before I bury you for the rest of the show. That's, that's yeah, my, whole yeah. <laughs> my whole
2: So Here we go. All right.
0: So today's show is Payback versus All Out. We ended SummerSlam season uh, last week with the KG cast and another watch along. We decided to cover both of them since they were recent. And, man, we have a lot to talk about on these two shows, boys. A lot. A lot. So, Jesse, what do you think about match number one on All Out? It was Britt Baker versus Big Swole in a tooth and nail match.
1: Um, you know, the first thing that stands out to me, in all honesty, if WWE did this shit, everyone would be so just beating the ever-loving dog shit out of them on social media. Hundred percent. It's some, something AEW can get away with right now that WWE never could. Um, I just, I get the variety angle. Um, I like both of the talent. Same. Yep. It was, it was a thumbs down overall for me though. It was a little too goofy.
0: No, I totally agree. I'm I'm right there with you, Benji. What did you think about that first opening match?
2: Well, I don't understand why it was the opening match. I think I think that if the match happened later in the card, I would have enjoyed it better. Maybe maybe as a break in between, you know, the second to the last match and the last match. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't think it should have popcorn opened match. It. I think it yeah. was extremely cheesy, and I I mean I I, I think it was the hor- horrible way to open up the pay per view.
0: No, I agree. I mean, I think I think we're all kind of on the same page with this one. To me, the fact that they're even still trying to do cinematic matches is, you know, when, when you tout that your company is brand new and you're the alternative to WWE and then you literally kick off a pay-per-view with the cinematic match, I think <laughs> you're, you're, you're really you're really dropping the ball there. And listen, I'm an AEW guy. I love I love this. Uh, but this this was a bad way to start off the show, uh, especially if you claim to be an alternative. I, I, I hated it. Big thumbs down from me. Uh, but yeah, let's keep this ball a rolling. Let's jump over to. Payback. All right, so payback match number one was well. Before we do, before we do, I will say the pre shows for both were were pretty good. Um, uh, you know, the the Riot Squad versus the Iconics. I understand why you're trying to bring the Riot Squad back into like making them a tag team again because you have very, you know, few female tag teams in WWE right now. Uh, but it did feel like a little forced. Granted, probably no one on earth really watches these pre shows with me, so it is what it is. Um, but yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Bobby Lashley versus Apollo Cruz for the United States Championship. Jesse Baker, what did you think?
1: This was a thumbs in the middle for me, man. Um, I'm a big fan of the Hurt Business stuff that they've been doing. I really Dang. think that they're putting over some underutilized talent. Uh, they worked the outside perfectly, in my opinion, for this match. It was kind of – they kept Apollo fighting from under, fighting from under. He got to shine with some pretty classic Apollo offense. Um One big thing that bothered me about it: you hit a frog splash, and it's not the finish. That just irks the shit out of me. Um, uh, Outside of that, I thought they they made Lashley look strong. I hate Bobby Lashley, but I was actually pretty entertained by this match. So it's for me, it's like a dead in the middle.
0: Guys, I feel like you know, with three opinions, we got to start disagreeing a little bit, or people are gonna (laughs) turn this shit off.
2: Benji, what did you think
0: about this match?
2: I, I, I I. I agree a hundred percent. It wasn't <laughs> a bad match. It just wasn't, you know. I, I love I love me some Apollo Crews though. I think he's incredibly underrated, not utilized enough, and I wish he could have held the title longer. But other than that, I, I I don't I don't feel like it was time for them to move the belt off him just yet. But you know, overall, I agree. Thumbs in the middle.
0: <laughs> I think th- I think the coolest thing about this match to me, and I really hope they start doing this for the Hurt business, is at the end of the match they have like those photos that they did. Where yeah. it was like them, po- like, I thought that was super cool. I was like, all right, if you, if this is part of their gimmick, that's awesome. Like, yeah. but overall, yeah, I agree. Like, I'm not a Lashley guy at all, and I thought he did a pretty decent job. Um, so yeah, man, I think we're all kind of on the same page thus far. I do have,
1: I do have one note right <laughs> after that match. I'm a huge JBL, Mark, so I popped like a motherfucker when he stepped in for that next segment. Oh, yeah, um, nice. yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I dude, I'm,
0: yeah, also a big fan. A lot of people, it's people either love or hate him. Like, there's nobody that's like, oh, I could kind of. You know, JBL is kind of like, whatever. Like, no, everybody either hates him or loves him. But I'm, I'm on the love train. I love that dude to death. He's a true heel, and I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Match number two on All Out was the Young Bucks versus the Jurassic Express. Benji, give me
2: your thoughts. Um, I thought the match was okay. It had some problems. Um, It wasn't the cleanest match ever. And I think the match was designed to get Luchasaurus and, and Jungle Boy over, which I think it did. Um, I think Jungle Boy is going to break out. I think he's okay. really talented and and needs to get, be given a fair shake. I think putting him, you know, against a, a Kip Sabian or or something moving into the future would be good for him. And I like Luchasaurus. I, I think he, I think his little character and the the, the gimmick overall is a, is appealable. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I dug it. I, I was I was happy with this match.
0: So thumbs up from you.
2: Yeah, thumbs up for
0: me. All right, Jesse, where you at, bro?
2: I got to go thumbs in the middle. Um, there are a couple of
1: things that I that I noticed really. And first off, I love Bucks being heelish just because they have the propensity to have that annoying bit to them a little bit, like the California boy thing. Yeah. And when they want to um, play it up, it is certainly fucking annoying. Oh, absolutely. Um, Luchasaurus to me, like, I don't know if it's just me, but sometimes it seems like he works in almost slow motion just the way that he moves there are things that are like I agree I agree It's just kind of strange He works yeah. a
0: WWE style to me. He works a WWE yeah. style. Every, he does. All, everything's way over exaggerated and takes more time than, than everything else. And like it's fine. I, I don't I, obviously I like WWE. We're covering that show too, but like I do feel like he he's a guy that would thrive way better on the other side. Yeah. Opinion.
2: I th-
1: I think if he I think in no matter what company he's in I, it's I love the gimmick, don't get me wrong, but the day he drops that gimmick After getting over as Luchasaurus, I think that he stands to reason to be one of the top guys in any company he's in.
2: I would agree with that. Yeah, I would. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for me, I
0: mean, for me, I'm going to give a thumbs up on this one. I actually did enjoy the match. I thought all the spots were good. Uh, I thought everything made sense. Um, And I thought that this was kind of the difference between, like, younger guys and vets as opposed to, like, you know, in the pre-show of of. uh, all out, yeah. It was uh, private party versus Reynolds and Silver, and obviously they're younger, but like they were doing the same kind of spots. But I think that this is the difference between veterans and younger guys. Like because I feel like these guys, there wasn't much of a story in Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park, Jurassic Express, and uh, <laughs> and, and and the Young Bucks. There wasn't much of a story coming into it except for one week of TV. So the fact yeah. that they didn't make it, like I was emotionally inve- I cared about who won. I cared about who won the match, and so like. Yes. Yeah. The the fact I mean that that just speaks you know volumes to them as performers because they made me invest in less than seven days of prep you know um, so I gave it I gave it a, a solid thumbs up for me but that's gonna jump back over to payback here match number two is Sheamus versus Big E um, I'm just gonna take the lead here on this one ah. Uh, Seamus has got to go, bro. Like, I'm just, I mean, he just, he's not, he's, he's not doing anything else there. Like, he had his run, but he's always just going to be Seamus. And what I don't like, too, is you're doing this, like, Irish pub, kind of Irish gangster type Ugh. character, like, with, like, the hat and yeah. the leather jacket, but then you come out with all your spiky hair and, like, the exact same tights that you always wear. So it's like, what, why are you, what, what's, like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, now you're just different backstage. That doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I love Big E. I, I mean, Honestly, the, the match was de- was pretty good. It, I mean, it was better than I expected it to be for two bigger style wrestlers. Um, and, you know, the fact that they put Big E over, I felt like made, helped, helped a lot. But at this point, like, Sheamus just has to go, man. Uh, thumbs in the middle on this one for me. Jesse, what'd you think?
1: I was a thumbs up for me. I was afraid that they were going to go like classic Haas fight, boring, big guy, big guy style. Um, I really love that they worked like that classic broken wheel, focus on the leg, keep on working, keep on working. Um, I really did dig that. I fucking hate that backstage look that Sheamus is rocking right now. I don't mind uh, the look
0: if he just keeps it. Like if he changes his tights and like keeps it and uses that, it's like just the dirty Irish guy. I'm fine with it. But just don't be in between. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> yeah. I just uh, – I agree with you that you know Sheamus is stale – I think part of that is, you know, he's got a lot of injuries. I think he's got like some sciatica issues and shit. Yeah. So I'm sure that they're kind of afraid to push him to the moon. He got really, stenosis too. yeah, he lives here. That's right. Probably. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, but I mean, I am a fan of his work. I gotta say, like, it, he's is it's all faithful in a weird way. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it.
2: The match itself was a thumbs up for me. Okay. Benji, what would you think? Well, uh, it was a thumbs in the middle for me. I think the match was was better than I expected. I agree with you on that part. I think that Sheamus is talented. I think he he's good at what he does. I just i I, I think he needs to he, he needs to find something new, a new character, a new rebirth. Uh, I I thought he was going to come back when he returned early, earlier in the year. I thought he was going to come back and they were going to push him. And I mean, yeah. there's no reason in my mind why Sheamus couldn't be in the world title picture. I, I just other than he has no character direction. Um, but yeah, but, I mean, I, yeah. I, I hope they push Big E to a level while the other two guys are out to where they can put him into the main event picture a little bit. And I think that's what they're trying to do, which I'm all for. I think yeah, Big E is, is extremely talented and, and uh, it deserves a bigger push. But yeah, it just thumbs in the middle for me. I didn't really care about the outcome and I really wasn't invested in, in, in anything either way, so yeah i mean
0: I, yeah i'm kind of the same with that i mean for me like you know seamus just needs a fresh coat of paint you know he yeah. just needs to be he just go away and learn to hold you know or whatever he just needs to just, <laughs> he needs to figure something out uh it's just because it is stale for sure but let's jump over back over to you all out it's the casino battle royale my oh my do we have a lot to talk about here jesse baker start us off
1: i hate battle royales but i love this um, there were a lot of things that I really liked about it primarily they used this as a platform to make some guys look good that I really did not expect More, uh, very particularly Will Hobbs I did not yeah. see that the focus on that it guy coming from a fucking mile away yeah. um, Sunny Kiss looked great it, it was a fantastic showing a couple of very strong eliminations um, super smooth work The uh, the the biggest thing that I loved about it and it did get mentioned on Dynamite but I noticed it right when it happened, and I knew they were going to call it back. Eddie Kingston was never fucking eliminated, bro. When he went outside, he went under the bottom rope. When he got choke slammed out, he never went over the top. He was just standing on the top turnbuckle, but he did not go over that top rope. He was oh, never I eliminated. Didn't, I didn't notice Ooh, that. I love he that. He mentioned it on Dynamite last night. I love And uh, that. if that leads well. to Kingston versus Archer, buddy, I am in. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sign me <laughs> like, up, bro. Sign me up. That's a I'm on that. Um, obviously... The Matt all thing. You never like to Woo! see that. That was scary like, as fuck.
0: Sh- dude, that's shockmaster level bad too.
2: Like, and I that's mean, exactly rough. what I compared it
0: to. It was WrestleMania nineteen Brock Lesnar bad. It was yeah. It was bad, bad. bad. Like oh, I mean, you God, gotta I, commend the guy. He jumped right the fuck
1: back up and just oh, kept going. You know, I mean,
0: he's a f- true pro. And listen, like I'm not I'm not trying to bury him. Like that was scary. Like I I love him to death and I like but it's, you know how you sometimes have those moments where like you feel embarrassed for the person on your TV. You know what I mean? Like I felt shame sitting in my couch. Like I
1: was like, yep. Oh
0: no. Like I just felt so bad for the guy. Like yeah.
1: he didn't the need that. One other thing that I, that I noticed about this one, um, I'm curious to know if the rest of the talent were informed about that tax spot happening while there were still a whole bunch of people in the ring. Cause it looked to me like a bunch of really sloppy shit was happening right around them tax okay. to where like, maybe nobody really had been warned about that <laughs> like, you could tell you at pissed. one point you saw Kingston like brushing him out of the ring a little bit later and it like Archer did this weird slide with his forearm at one point and I was like holy shit he's gonna rip his arm apart like this is not, like, but uh overall I absolutely loved it
2: yeah man Benji what do you think yeah I, I I loved it too I think I I felt horrible for Matt Seidel I I I, and I we even compared it to the Shockmaster situation. I was like, we were so ready for him and excited. And then, you know, that was oh. the Red Sox. Like, oh. it was so bad for him. Yeah. Um, He'll I bounce think, back, though. I think Brian Cage stood out to me a lot. I like Brian yeah. Cage. Um, I like the way that he works. I, I know that there's a lot of Brian Cage haters, but I think, I think Brian Cage could be a world champion or deserves to at least be in that picture. Um, Sean Spears as well. I think I don't. I wish I don't understand. I'm but...
0: still getting shit booked. I just don't get it. I don't understand. Like I feel like Sean Spears is an absolute hit. I agree.
2: Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was really upset. I, I I was unfamiliar with um uh oh the guy you were talking about earlier, Ricky Starks. I was unfamiliar with him, and last night was the first time I've seen him. So I don't. I don't. Has he? been on AEW for a while, or what's his history? Oh, uh,
0: maybe a month or so. A month, about a maybe.
2: Month. Angie, okay. Did you go to that NWA 70 show
1: at the fairgrounds when they did the uh, 70th anniversary? I did not, no, no. They sold out before I could get tickets. He was there. He was also on that Dojo Pro thing that Ring of Honor did that you sent yeah. me an invite oh, to. Oh, okay,
2: so, okay. Um, okay. He's a talented kid. Oh, uh, yeah. I, he stood out to me. I said I, I liked what they did with him and how they booked him and made him look so strong, and um, yeah, I, I feel like if they can put him in the ring with like a Jack Swagger or, you know, I I think that he could have some really good matches.
0: I think that's dead on. I think that he would be a a good ringer for Jake for sure. Um, Yeah. I mean, for me guys, this is, this is where it happens. I did not like this at all. Like, I mean, I did think certain guys, like I think that certain guys did shine, but I felt like a lot of it was sloppy. A lot of it was sloppy. Not just Mm -hmm. the botch, but like, dude, that whole thumbtack thing was like, this is completely unnecessary this shouldn't be happening here <laughs> like that that was literally some indie like that would ne- like nothing that sloppy would ever happen ever happen in wwe I, mean, I think
1: they did that same spot at evolve in a documentary that i watched with darby allen yeah see i mean and, I, and at that
0: point too i feel like he's just reusing his stuff which i mean look it's his stuff if you want to steal from yourself that's awesome i have no problem with that but like in a battle royal is not the place to do it, bro. And, like, honestly, too, like, I don't like their format for the battle royal. Like, I think that they booked it well, like, trying to, like, get people the right kind of shine and that kind of thing. But, I I mean, like dude like four or five people come out of time and somebody like somebody like why aren't why aren't they already fighting like i i I don't know it just i don't i don't like that i don't like the way it's all set up it just wasn't for me at all this is a big thumbs down to me uh i thought they could have had a potential to be a thumbs up match but overall did not did not like that did not what is
2: your I'm, I'm, i'm interested in this what is your overall opinion on darby allen i feel like he's super overrated and i don't i just don't I don't see the appeal. He does nothing for me. He's
0: got at really all. pretty eyes. Who that again? <laughs> He's got What'd really you... pretty
2: eyes. Oh, okay.
0: That's about how I feel about Darby Allen.
2: Yeah.
0: I mean, like, listen, okay, like you have to respect the fact that he does take the risks that he takes, but at the same time, like, I, I, we're older guys. We grew up. Like, I, I was, I watched Foley go off the cell live. So it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like I feel like. Sometimes I feel like a lot of AEW wrestlers are really just trying to live in the late 90s. Like, they just really want it to be 1998 again. And, like, that's just not the way culture is. Like, we're not – I mean, you know, in 1998, the biggest show on television was Jerry Springer. Like, the, like people were not nearly as politically correct or, like – you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a totally different world. Like, that's why it worked then. So, when people talk about how, like, the Attitude Era should come back now, it makes no sense to me. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. I don't understand how you could ever think that that would ever work in this climate. Like, but, yeah. I, so, that's how I feel about Darby Allen. I feel like he would be great as, like, a cruiserweight in WCW in 1997. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he'd be great there. But, you know, I, I, you know I'm not going to bury a guy. He's, he's taking risks that I'm not taking. So, I mean, big respect to him. But he's not my cup of tea either. But moving on. Now that I've totally buried the guy. What do you think, Jesse?
1: I just think he – I think if he had a mouthpiece, he would function better. Agreed. Um,
0: Terrible I get why
1: they want him to be like the solo Jeff Hardy fucking Daredevil guy or whatever, but it's one big miss from him, and he's out for months. You know what I mean? It's already happened twice. Yeah. And it's one of those situations where it's like you got to – the stark differentiation he has stepping in the ring with about 90% of their roster already physically, you really have to be able to nail your shit. And you have to have a larger-than-life presence. I, I wish he would just move fucking slower. A little I mean? bit. Just a little like, bit, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Just a little bit slower. Yes. A little bit more intent, that kind of thing. And, and I mean, I see big things from him. I just don't think they've really tapped like there's one real big key element missing. In my opinion, it's something along the lines of a mouthpiece or maybe him knowing how to cut a fucking promo. I don't know. But the, the character for me is just not all the way complete.
0: Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I agree 100%. Man, let's keep it rolling here, though. Let's talk about somebody else who uh, people are on the fence on. Actually, two of them. Uh, On the other side, it's King Corbin versus Matt Riddle. Uh, Talk about clashing personalities. Um, Man, this match was not good. Uh, I like Riddle. Uh, Allegations are not. I'm a fan of his actual work. Uh, And Corbin can be good. Uh, but this is a big, big clash. I felt like the styles didn't work out at all. I didn't enjoy it at all. It wasn't good. You could tell that they did, they don't like each other. Like it, you could tell there was no chemistry between them. Essentially, is what I'm saying. Uh, and the match was forever long for like their C to D angle. You know what I mean? It was way too long. They both worked hard. It just didn't connect for me. Uh, I mean, at least Riddle got the win, I guess. Uh, so I'll, I'll make it passable just because he went over. But it's a uh, thumbs pretty much down for me. Um, Benji, what do you think about this one?
2: Um, it was a thumbs down for me too. I'm, I'm, I, I, like Baron Corbin as, as a heel. I think he's decent in the ring. I think he has Same. still a lot of growth. Still, like there's a lot of potential there that's still untapped. Um, Matt Riddle, I don't think he is really doing anything. I feel like he's just there and I don't get the hype behind him at all. And the match was just slow and too long. And I, it was, I was just bored. I just didn't care at all.
0: Jesse, give it to me.
2: Anything that Baron Corbin is involved
1: with, I just want to burn it with fire and make it go away. <laughs> I I, uh, I really liked him in NXT. I, he's a big athletic guy. He moves really fast for his size. I just really despise his in-ring style. This king shit I fucking hate. Yep, I hate um, it. I'm a big fan of Riddle overall, but this feud is just so meaningless. Yeah. And I, I, I was like, when the match was over, I was like, "Fucking finally, okay, Riddle went over. Maybe this is over." And then when he gets attacked in the back, I'm like, "God damn it, they're gonna keep it going."
0: Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> and honestly, okay, that all right. Just a broad overview. Now that we're a little um, like almost halfway there, I do feel like payback was straight. Like, like to me, it's like to, if you're gonna have a pay per view literally one week after SummerSlam, then you should probably end the angles that you kept open at SummerSlam. But yeah. this entire show, I felt like just kept kept the angles going. All of them, like all the matches on this show, didn't it didn't end anything.
2: Like, so that's that's a bummer to me.
0: What did you think, Biggie? Uh, what was your overall on this one? I mean, was it thumbs up? I,
2: oh, just so like a thumbs down, completely. I just, oh, yeah. I, I just, yeah, it was
0: bad. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I mean, I don't, yeah. I mean, I think we all are thumbs down on this one overall. But let's jump over to. Uh, Another one that is all right. This is the where it gets juicy, boys and girls. Uh, So it's Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara in a broken rules match, and that is ironic that it's a broken rules match. Um, I was really worried that it was going to be cinematic, okay? So and then it starts, and I literally, in all capital letters, just say, "Jesus Christ!" Like this (laughs) is like, what happened? Like. I, I, and to be fair, like, too, at this point, I was pretty let down by the entire pay-per-view because I feel like at, I figured at this point I was more than halfway through. Um, I, I was mistaken about that, but I, th- I thought I was. And and I was like, man, this this whole thing shouldn't have happened. To, to, to let Matt Hardy continue is, a, is going to be a blemish on the face of AEW for a while. Um, there's no way around that. Um, I mean, the guy is literally out on his feet. It was hard to watch. Nobody enjoyed it. Um, it, the match should not have kept going. They certainly should not have let him like climb scaffolding afterwards. Like, it's just insanity Ugh. to me. Jesse, man, what did you think?
1: I almost didn't even like assign anything to like. I went by the grading system we used last time, but like, I almost didn't even put anything on this one because obviously we have no idea what the match was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. that it's never fun to watch anybody go out and I mean, he was clearly fucking out. I don't understand anybody's thought process to continue. Um, watching that scaffold climb. I literally, I, I was like, so I watched it the next day and I'm like sitting on my couch by myself, enjoying some things. And, uh, I, I just am sitting here literally like that episode of the Simpsons and sideshow. Bob keeps stepping on rakes and cringing. Yeah. I was yeah. just doing that. Like, uh, 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 like scared to death that he was about, I was about to watch a man just like, Fucking not out, and he the crowd is dead.
0: Valley. Dead. everybody's
1: terrified. Yes. It was like a dance monkey dance moment when it was completely and totally unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, they seem to do that to each other every time they meet. If you notice, somebody oh, gets
0: they, yeah, yeah. Exactly One hurting. either hurts the other. Yeah. Always. It's like what is and happening here?
1: Like, All right, guys. Let's just maybe
0: this up. isn't the right combo.
1: Right. Maybe. But maybe not.
2: Let's go, Sammy Darby and Matt, and somebody that's worked at WWE before. How about that? Yeah, yeah let's do that. Benji, what would you think, man? <laughs> yeah, man, I, I I didn't even make any notes for this match because, I, like I, I like Jesse said, Ed, we don't know what it was supposed to be. I mean, yeah. they should have stopped it. It was I I was cringing the whole entire rest of the match, or you know, I I it was hard to watch, and and. I don't know. I think they just should have just stopped it and, and taken it off. And I, it, you're right. It's going to it's going to be a blemish on them for years. It's yeah, it was it was sad. It was sad.
0: It's super sad, man. I mean, it, I, and listen, it, OK, if if the thought process is well in the gimmick, he's supposed to leave AEW. If he loses, we can't just call the match here. We don't know how to no. change the creative. If that's the case then you are you should not even be running a wrestling promotion right. if you really think that you can't just change this on dynamite like dude people will understand like we understand that Vince like makes makes like stipulations and just doesn't adhere to them for no reason but like we s- visually see the reasoning behind this okay right. like, and all and honestly you know you, you like AEW touts all the time about their demo and how they're like so good in this 18 to 35 demo it's like okay so you know that everyone watching this show is a grown up and everyone watching the show understands that this person is knocked out. Do you think that we're going to be upset if you, like, call the match? Like, no, that's what you should have done. And then right. have him come out on Wednesday in, like, a, you know, a soft cast or something and make it more wrestling again then. But not – don't keep going. Are you crazy? Like, yeah. what what is happening here, man? I mean, like, they even went so that.
1: far as to have the announcers, like, say, well, all right, well, you know, would have loved to see seen how that was going to end. It's unfortunate to watch, yada, yada, yada. And then it started back up. And I'm yeah. like, guys – they already said it. We're already over it. We're there. You're
0: we're good. Out. Keep going. Yeah, you like had an out. But the fact that they just like they were like, oh, we don't know what to do. I mean, listen, and we're all like, this is all Monday morning quarterback for sure. Like, I mean, I cannot imagine being in that situation, feeling that scariness, and like really not knowing what to do. Because then at the same time too, it's like what? I mean, Matt was out on his feet, but it's like, what if he just like. Doesn't let you restrain him. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's wow. You know, like I'm not saying that they made the right choice. I think we were we've all made it very clear they did not make the right choice. But like I can at least understand the thought process behind like it's live pay per view. Just we'll just deal with the ramifications later. You know, they claim
1: that he went through concussion protocol, but if you look at the timing of it, it's very difficult for me to believe that anybody really did any true concussion protocol.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big, 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 big thumbs down for me on that one. All right, let's jump back over to Payback here. It's Bailey and Banks versus Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Uh, Benji, give me your thoughts, bro.
2: Um, thumbs down. I, I think that uh, pulling the tag team championships off of the uh, Golden Role Models was a mistake. I think that... Uh, Shayna and Nia shouldn't be tag teaming. I think that Shayna should. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I just. I. I'm not a big fan of the women's division at all right now. I think it's it's, uh, it's too muddy. It's it's. I, I don't understand. Like Oscar and I mean, it's just too. Yeah, you're right. Muddy is a good word. Too just too muddy. Thumbs down for me.
0: What do you think, Jesse?
1: I just couldn't imagine caring about this match. Like, <laughs> it, they, it, there's tension on both teams, so it's like you've got, yeah. and I mean, what the fuck are Nia and Shayna? This is a heel tag team versus a heel tag team.
0: Yeah, it, yeah,
1: I it, agree. It just, well, but and it, both of it them hate it, each it, other secretly or whatever.
0: Be right now, because I don't know any. I don't know any. Not, <laughs> not one, not a single one. I'm serious. It's not one, not a single babyface, not one. No.
1: They're saying that Wyatt is the top face on the Blue Brand. I'm like Isn't What? Amazing. I guess now. I don't know what's happening? Uh, I don't understand. Uh, but uh, I just I think that the women's tag belts at this point to me the only time they meant anything was when they were on the Iconics.
0: Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were made yep.
1: the Iconics and the Iconics should literally still be champs today. And apparently they're riding Billy Kay off TV, Peyton Royce getting the singles push, yada yada yada. I'm like, that's the only one of them that fucking mattered. Yeah. But um yeah, this is a way, way, way thumbs down for me.
0: Yeah, thumbs down for me as well, man. I mean to me like I, I understand the Nia Jax and Shannon Baszler combination. I feel like if you had given if you'd built this up and made them a legitimate tag team, it would have made more sense. Uh, and I felt like I could have gotten behind that, because to me, I can understand how they could complement each other with Shayna being like a technician and Jax just being a bruiser. Like, I get that. Uh, and maybe they want to put an in on a tag team because she's been hurting folks. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. So it's like, uh, you know, I mean, Shayna Baszler can teach her a lot in the ring. I mean, she's arguably one of the best women's wrestlers, like, are, are alive today. Um, so... I mean, there's that. But, I agree. again, yeah, it made no sense having two heel tag teams work against each other. I mean, I think the whole purpose of this was just to take the titles off of Banks and and Bailey. And, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like, look, at some point in their career, you're not going to be able to put Bailey with Banks anymore. Like, Jesus Christ. It's been, like, five years now mm-hmm. since NXT. And it's like... It's like they it's love like each other, split, then they hate right? each other. Then they love each other, then they hate each other. And it's like, okay, well, they're about to hate each other again. And we're probably going to get some great matches out of it. But, like, come on, man. Like, even Brett and Shawn didn't last this long. Like, this is yeah. too much, man. Five years of this is too much, bro. It's just too much. So, for me, big thumbs down. Let's jump back over to All Out, though. After that hodgepodge of, of Hardy versus Guevara. We had Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa. A different women's match. Uh, Benji Brown, how'd you feel about Sheeta versus Thunder Rosa?
2: Um, I thought the match was better than I expected. I think that it was one of the better women's matches that I've seen on an AEW pay-per-view. Um, I think the thing that pulled away from the match for me, which it's a thumbs up, but I'll was to go ahead and say that a thumbs up for me. Um, I don't like it when they put wrestlers in the crowd because I Agreed. was great. Agreed. I, it, I, I, Nyla Rose was there in the crowd Billy Gunn was in the crowd Vicky Guerrero was there So for most of this match, as decent as it was And as much as I enjoyed it I was still paying more attention to the crowd Trying to see who else was out there And I yeah. think it took away from the maps And the atmosphere for the entire night, honestly But um, still a thumbs up for me I, I, I like Thunder Rosa And I think that she has a really big future ahead of her um, And I can't wait to see what she accomplishes
0: Yeah, man. I thought the match was pretty solid. I thought the work rate was really good. Uh, I thought it was probably the best wrestling on the show, to be completely honest. Um, uh, Very minimal story. But again, like these two can really work and they're both pretty, you know, they're both pretty at least veteran savvy. Um, I thought it was bad booking to give them as much time as they did. I understand that you kind of had to, to make up for the, you know, the Sammy and Hardy like vibe, but like it it did feel a little long to me overall. Like I would say if I could do like a three quarters, like between thumbs in the middle and thumbs up, I would be like right there on the three quarters, like kind of slightly up, but mostly in the middle. Uh, and honestly, it would have been a full thumbs up if they probably had had the, um, a right, the original amount of time because it felt like there was times in there where they were just like, all right, well, let's just wing it here after this spot for a little, for a few minutes, and then we'll jump back into what we had. Um, and I feel like that's I felt that. Jesse, what do you think?
1: I absolutely loved it. Um, I agree with Benji. I actually did write in my notes that I think this is probably the best AEW women's match that I've seen, which I understand Thunder Rosa is technically... N.W.A. Yeah.
0: Um, They're they're emerging soon.
1: I thought that it elevated Sheeta because of how oversold Thunder Rosa was as being like the established vet. And Rosa's work rate and everything, like, Thunder Rosa is a bona fide star. If anybody on Earth is not trying to get their hands on her as a talent, I don't understand what the fuck you're doing. Um, And I think that because of that, it made Sheeta look all the better. It helped legitimize her as the champion to go over Um both of the girls worked really, really, really hard. I absolutely loved it.
0: All right. So we got two thumbs up and one kind of thumbs in the middle. Uh, again, like I did think the wrestling was great. I just felt like, I don't know, man. Maybe I was just jaded because of how, like, that whole Hardy and Guevara thing ha- was. And I watched it all live, and so I'm, like, live reacting to it. But for me, it wasn't, it wasn't what I expected it to be. Let's jump on over here to uh, – uh, Blandy, Bort—I mean Randy Orton versus <laughs> uh, Keith Lee. Um, man, Benji Brown, what did you think about Keith Lee versus Randy Orton?
2: I I dig it. I think the uh, the match was better than I thought it was, than I thought it was going to be. I like Keith Lee. I think he is a future top five star. I think he has nothing but fu- but a bright future ahead of him. And I, really, Orton is still consistent. I mean, over even you know, all these years, he's boring and bland. But at the same time, he still, I feel, delivers when he needs to. I This was a this was a big to. thumbs up for me.
0: When he needs to, I agree. Go ahead, Jesse. What did you think, man?
1: I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was a perfect uh, treatment for Lee coming in to be able to be in a position that he is in there and go over on a guy like Orton. Um, the I, I like that the match wasn't extremely long and dragged out. I fucking hate that they changed Keith Lee's music. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, super damn, damn. super irked me. I also kind of there's something distinguished about extremely manicured beard on a guy that is Keith Lee's shape, and I hate that they got rid of that too. I don't know why that irked me, but it did. Um. But uh, I mean, it was a really strong. Vince is gonna Vince, Keith.
0: man. He's yeah, got to put his touch on. So he can't just leave it alone. It has to you be. Already something. got a guy with
1: a beard, pal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the uh, but you know, Orton to me did exactly what he was supposed to do here. He elevated Keith Lee. Keith Lee is obviously already on a bona fide star level to the main roster. To to the plebeian who didn't know who he was, they can see that this guy has come in, established himself, made a mark. I, I'm I'm here for it. I liked it. Yeah.
0: Okay, I mean okay. I will say that that was the it was the best match on the card. Uh um at yeah. least uh, at least up until that point. Um I mean again, I like I'm not a huge fan of Orton, but he has been really been booked really well with this run since like since the pandemic, he's been booked really well. And you can kind of tell that he's like you can tell that he's in caring mode. Like you can tell that he does care about this. Like at this point, he hasn't always been that way, and that's always yeah. been my biggest gripe with him. And I was pleasantly surprised by the match. And then when when Lee, because I thought for sure, you know, like dude, Vince is gonna Vince, and like Keith Lee is this huge NXT star, he's gonna come over, gonna have a great match, and then do the job. Like that's that's what he's done to every other NXT star. So I was like, that's what's gonna happen. And then he put him over on Orton. Like, dude, that's that's massive. So like for me. Just the fact that Vince is behind him is awesome. Um, yeah, I, g- I gave the match a thumbs up as well, and that's the first time I've done that for a Randy Orton match, probably uh, <laughs> outside of maybe one or two times on this show ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a, it was definitely a thumbs up for me. It was definitely the best match on the card up until that point. Um, now let's go let's go back over to the All Out show, and uh, we have the Dark Order, versus the Natural Nightmares, with Scorpio and Matt Cardona. Um, I felt like this was just kind of like a feel-good match because they had like they have been building this on TV for a while. So uh, it was a solid way to just get baby faces over. Um, and it was a good... And I don't think Brody really lost anything. It almost gave him more sort of a spark, uh, which is good. Um, You know, I like that Cabana took the pin too. I thought that was booked well with kind of like building that uh, breakdown and communication there between the Dark Order and him um so all around i thought the match hit the spot i wouldn't say it was like a banger but i think the match served its purpose and was more as a cinematic match was or not a cinematic match but as like a uh as a more storyline based and less wrestling based match i thought they really hit the mark on it so it's a thumbs up for me jesse what do you think
1: i surprisingly enjoyed it um you know eight man tags can have this tendency to be a clusterfuck And uh, AEW is definitely leaning into the faction stuff quite a lot. Obviously, there there are a lot of little groupy subsets going on between Inner Circle and Eddie Kingston's Boys, Natural Nightmares, SCU, which I guess now doesn't count because Scorpio's out, Dark Order. There's, uh, you know, Best Friends is three, yada, yada, yada. There's just a lot of groups, and sometimes that stuff can get pretty muddy. But I thought that there was a lot of pretty classic tag team work for an eight man match. If you really look at how people work the apron and work the outside. Um, I don't feel like the match elevated anyone, which kind of annoys me. It was just kind of, uh, you know, there we are. But then again, like you said, I don't think anybody lost anything either. The one weird thing to me, the only person that wasn't involved in the match that got involved in the match is Brandy Rhodes. So you got a, a heel faction in the dark order with a whole bunch of members in the back. Yeah. And you got your faces, and somehow the faces are the ones that have interference on their behalf. That to me is just yeah. kind of like thoughtless. But you know, neither here nor there. That's a little thing. Give us thumbs up.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. What did you think about it, Benji? Um,
2: well, I my main note was that it it reminds me of a Survivor Series match in like 1992, 93. It's one of those where, you know, you just, it was a feel good match. It it accomplished what it was supposed to, I think. And it wasn't, it was just a thumbs in the middle for me. I don't think it really elevated anybody or anything, but I don't think that was its purpose either. Um, I don't like the blue on Dustin Rhodes at all. I think the blue (laughs) is, I don't, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I like the red way better.
0: I agree. I do agree. I like, I think the red works a
2: lot better than the blue for sure. Yeah. Uh, But besides that, I mean, I feel like Matt Cardona is still Zack Ryder. I mean, he's still doing all the Ryder moves and everything, which, you know, I don't hate. Um, But yeah, thumbs in the middle. It was it was a good I think it was a good match to follow the women's match that we just saw for sure. Baron Ryder on the fucking gas.
0: Dude, yeah. Oh, he's 100%. By the way, 100% is on the gas. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I have no problem with it. I mean, you're a Brian Cage guy, and if anybody tries to tell me that dude is natural, I will slap them in the face. Like, I have no problem. Like, but again, like, dude, like, listen, all right, let's just touch on it for a minute. Let's just go there. Like, I have no issues with steroids. I really don't. I think CTE is more of a problem than steroids are. So, like, I mean, look, if you can do it responsibly and you don't turn into a big pop of pump, I'm down with it. I have no issue with it. This is all performance. This is not, you know, we're not talking about football or baseball or basketball or soccer. Not we're talking about I, I pro like, or movies or whatever. Yeah, I have no issue with it. Like if you want to take steroids, baby boy, get cut up. I have no problem with that. Not I also one. feel like if
1: you want to smoke fucking weed, you should be able to do that too. Uh, right. But I
0: feel like that should be everybody on the face of the earth. So, yeah. you know, there's yeah. that. Uh, anyway, let's jump into the next match on the WWE card. It's the Mysterios versus Rollins and Murphy. Uh, yo, Jesse, let me know what you thought, man.
1: I vastly prefer Dominic Solo. There's something about the tag team effort with his dad that just throws me off. Um, I was a little confused about the booking of this with like, why you know, why now for tension between Rollins and Murphy in this situation? It kind of like drew away from the match for me. There were some great spots. I think it was about what everybody expected. It was nowhere near as impressive to me as the SummerSlam match with Domin and Rollins. Um, but to me, it's a tie between this and Keith Lee versus Orton for the best match on the show. Yeah, so, yeah, you know, yep. solid thumbs. Like,
2: I'll go your three-quarter thing. This All, is right. My three-quarter All
0: right. Well, we'll do a three-quarter. What would you think, Benji?
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that uh, I, I like Dominic better by himself. I've never been a big Rey Mysterio fan. I mean, I love what he's done for the business, and I think he's super talented. But I, I just don't understand this last run that he's had with Rollins. Like, I feel like it's gone on a little too long. Um, I love Seth Rollins and Murphy, and I'm hoping that they're not leading towards a breakup. I feel like it's too soon for that. But, yeah, I mean, I'd I'd say thumbs in the middle overall. The match was good, but I don't, you know, I, I just wasn't really into it. I wasn't invested in the match, so... I thought this match was a banger. I
0: loved it. I thought the tag team chemistry between Dom and Ray was a, wee- a little weird because of the size, but I loved it. I lo- thought the match was awesome. I thought the tension was awesome. And listen, this is the thing, though. He's the Monday Night Messiah. The tension's going to be there because Buddy yeah. is supposed to be the submissive servant. like, And eventually he'll turn into a babyface. But this is going to go on for a while. I don't think they're splitting them up. I don't think that's going to happen. I-, I just I don't I don't feel that. I don't think – if anything, I think there's going to be more people that come in before Buddy leaves. Um but that's 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 neither here nor there. Again, to me, Rollins can do no wrong. I love everything he touches. I think it's all gold. I think he's my he's easily my favorite wrestler alive right now, outside of maybe maybe no. You know what? He's my favorite wrestler alive right now. Um, who are you yeah. gonna say? Maybe who? Maybe Styles. But I feel like Styles hey. has been shit for the past six months, and I feel like he's like I don't say I want. All right, look, I'm not again. Ultimate respect, but I don't feel like he has the same level of passion as he has had. Since he's he been there. Doesn't. So yeah, and again, yeah. like I'm not I'm, uh, like listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bury anybody. Like it's not that's not my call. Maybe he's just dealing with the hand that he's dealt and maybe he doesn't like that. I mean, I know for sure he would light the whole world on a fire if he went to AEW and he yep. start he is an indie darling, he's the ultimate indie darling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's the guy that is like the indie guy that made it to the top in WWE too. So if he leaves, like, dude, that's massive. Granted, like dude. He's older Styles now
1: AEW like
0: not going to happen. It will 100% will not happen. It will well, not. I don't happen.
1: know about that. I don't know about that. But what I will say is it would be probably the most crippling blow to WWE that could be made.
0: I mean, I think okay, if it does happen, it would be for like a one-off or maybe like a one program thing. I don't I think it might be like, you know, him and Cody or him and Kenny or whatever, but like I don't think it would be like you know, he's, God, he's gonna, by the time, by the time his contract's up, he's gonna be 45 years old, like, I mean, granted, sure, I'm sure, you know, all these people are like, oh, well, you know, people wrestle in their 50s, it's like, yeah, but dude, AJ has a specific style, and like, like, it's not one of those things where you can just watch it slow down, like, it's like, it really is, like, one day, he's just not gonna be able to springboard, yeah. like, I'm, like, say, it's gonna be like that, like, that's the way it's gonna happen, like, so when that happens, like nobody wants to see him wrestle a flare match. That's not who AJ Styles is. That's not that's I don't I have that's no he had to tried to
1: that. that. It sucked.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's like it's like I mean, of course the idea of like the idea of a babyface AJ coming into a heel Cody Rhodes in AEW is sounds phenomenal to me, no pun intended. Uh, but I don't I really don't think that we're gonna see that happen. I hope we do. That's why I love doing this podcast so we can talk about bullshit like that. But yeah, overall thought that match was a banger. Let's jump back over to AEW here. And it's FTR versus Paige and Omega for the AEW tag team championships. Championship. Arguably the most storylined angle they've had coming into this outside of yep. maybe the match following. Um, but yeah, FTR versus page and Omega Benji Brown. What did you think?
2: Um, I love the match. I think it was great. I think the title change was expected. I mean, I, I, as soon as they announced the match or FTR had won that gauntlet, I knew that, you know, I knew that they were going to win the titles. Um, I like their, that they have totally as a manager. I was a big fan of FTR and WWE. I think that, uh, This is a huge thumbs up for me and probably my favorite match on the entire card.
0: Jesse, what do you think, bro? Um,
1: I absolutely loved it. The uh, FTR thing was also obvious to me. You know, Um, the I like the storyline elements about, you know, ending the elite and stuff. I think it's I've heard people say it's a bold move. I, I disagree. I think it's just like far beyond time. And, um, I thought FTR looked better here than they have in any AEW match so far. Um, I like seeing the belts on them because they can return to the true tag team division and hopefully highlight some guys that have kind of gotten the shaft. Like I would love to see more of Jack Evans and Helico. I would love to see mm-hmm. private party in right. a better spot. So, yeah. Um, yeah. some of those dark order tag teams actually getting to do high profile matches, I think would be big. Um, I also really love Kenny Omega's beer kick that perfectly hit the fucking camera. That was dope. Nice. Yeah. The, uh, definitely a thumbs up for me. I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot to be had from this. I There have been rumors in Scuttlebutt that they're kind of leaning into doing a, somewhat of a Horseman revival. I have my own little theory about that. I definitely think it's coming.
0: Give it to me. Who do you think it's going to be?
1: I think Spears is a logical inclusion there, which would be a great elevation for him. I could see them putting him in a program with somebody like a Brody Lee, like on that TNT title level, kind of running with that. This is a little bolder, um, and this could just be wishful thinking, but part of me thinks when Cody comes back, he's going to heel turn. 100%, dude. I'm 100% with you. That's
0: exactly what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Cody, Spears, and FDR.
1: Cody, The Revival, and Sean Spears.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I I totally think that's coming. I think it's coming, and I hope it is. I'm super I'm pumped for, for that. It. Yeah, absolutely, here for it. Let's jump yes. back over though. Let's jump back jump over back to up, a or I guess payback. Yeah, payback. Uh, Wyatt versus Reigns versus Strowman. But was it really? Was it really? <laughs> uh, yeah, Benji, what do you think about this main event here?
2: Yeah, um, I like Ron. and 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 I like Bray Wyatt. I'm just kind of over the two of them. Going at it, I think I, it's time for, uh, for for Wyatt to move on, which is happening because Roman Reigns won the match. I think that them pairing Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman is brilliant. I think it's a good move. Brilliant. I think it's, it's giving us something to, okay, well, maybe we don't hate Roman Reigns as much as we used to, you know? Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, the thing I it, how many times can they break the ring? I mean, I just... <laughs> I just roll my it. eyes and stop was, it. I agree. Yeah. Stop yeah. it. Um, I don't know. It it's it was a it was a thumbs in the middle until Roman Reigns came out when he did and then signed the contract and then won the title. I mean, it was a it was a thumbs in the middle, but just because of the ending, it's a thumbs up. I'm excited to see what happens and uh how it works out. And hopefully Roman can keep up the uh build some heat for himself. So
0: Jesse hit me. what do you think, bro?
2: This may be
1: the only Roman Reigns match he's been involved in that I ever liked at all um, in, fr- in terms of his involvement. All
0: right.
1: Uh, I'm not a Reigns guy. I love the Heyman pairing, though. I thought the idea of him coming out later was a great establishing point for him from a booking perspective in terms of the character and the turn that they're making. Um, just this, the strategy behind that, the psychology behind that, to me it all lines up perfectly. I wish that they would not have the fiend pull out that fucking mallet, um, because it demeans the character to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, I <laughs> and, hate it. Yep. Um, it's a very the, uh, to clown. Yeah, it's just not like—I mean, I get—I get the vibe or whatever, but it's like when we get to the scary part, it's supposed to be the scary part. It's not supposed to look like a fucking video game, like, right? Like, um, but I do think i i am not. I haven't really been liking Strowman's work very much lately. It's just like a grunt fest to me for the most part. I just don't really care. But um, yeah. I like, I'm i excited to see what they're doing with Roman. I think it's interesting that they moved from this to having him go against anuso, And it makes me wonder what they're going to do with the other two guys in this match as things continue. But, I mean, overall, it was a decent main event, I guess. Um, it's very in the middle for me. I did notice that he didn't use the Superman punch though, and I'd be very glad if they just cut that out of his whole thing.
0: Yeah, I think that they're they're using that as his babyface move, which is fine by me. Yeah, uh, I am on the other hand, man. Like, listen, I'm I'm a rant guy. Like, I I don't I don't understand the hate. I feel like he I feel like the hate is only because Daniel Bryan didn't win that one Royal Rumble, and everybody just kept <laughs> hating on him because of it. I'm dead serious. Like, I, I I feel like it's so stupid. I feel like it's so unfounded because his work like. Dude, that dude the first few matches that he had with Brock like were insanely good compared to especially compared to everything else Brock has ever done in the company since his return in 2002. Like I thought I thought the stuff that he did with Reigns was easily his best matches. Like I thought that uh you know I'm dude those, those Rollins matches again because Rollins is the greatest wrestler on earth today. Uh but like I mean I love Reigns. I, I, granted, like I think he's trash on the mic. So having Heyman with him is is fantastic. And I get that fans hate him. So making him a heel naturally makes sense to me. Like putting him with Heyman. Like to me, there's this is only a good thing. Although overall, I thought the match sucked. I thought the match was just like not for me. I, I mean, and I like Wyatt. I like Strowman. I like what they've done with each other. But for me, I, I wasn't into it. I thought the storyline and the booking of it was all really good. But I thought the match itself was absolute trash. So thumbs down for me. Um, I mean, I, again, like I like I like Reigns winning the title. I like him being with, with Heyman, but overall wasn't for me at all. Let's trudge this out with the next two matches here. The next two matches on All Out match. The next match on the cards, Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho and a Mimosa Mayhem match. Jesse, tell me how you felt
1: about this one. So I've been a Cassidy fan for a long time, far before AEW. Um, I've seen him on a lot of indies, and I've always loved the – it's a very innovative idea for a character. I, for one, do not see any harm in the type of character that it is, unlike some of the more old-school thinking guys. Uh, Obviously, Jericho is my favorite wrestler ever. Something that confused me about the stipulations in this match, I don't really understand why they made it pin submission or stupid the mimosa thing because it's like they didn't. A they never really worked towards a pin or submission. Not, finish. There was
0: no near, not one single near fall, not Mm-mm. one. I,
1: I thought they did a great job like using the gimmick in the match. I mean, obviously that's where the tension lie. Um, it probably ran a little long, being that it's a one trick pony type scenario. <laughs> you know,
0: way too um, long jesus
1: well i think that there's every i mean, I love the idea of elevating cassidy to some extent i think that there's every potential though after this that he just kind of drops back because what what else do you really have that he's going to do right now you know what i mean
0: oh like, i completely agree well so overall thumbs up thumbs down thumbs in the middle
1: I have to say thumbs in the middle, surprisingly. I thought I was going to love it. I mean, I like the ending and stuff. It's gaga, but was pretty middle for me.
0: Benji Brown, give me your
2: thoughts. Um, I, I was also confused about the uh, the rules. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't the only one because I thought maybe I just missed something. But I didn't understand why pinfalls counted. And it kind of reminded me of those steel cage matches. Like back where sometimes <laughs> they would do pinfalls. Sometimes they wouldn't and you didn't really know. Then you'd be like, oh, they will they can pin that it, it was just weird um i like cassidy i feel like he belongs in the mid card though i feel like him backing down the card a little bit is, is going to be good for him i think that's where he can you know be him i mean the hands in the pockets and you know do do his shtick. um i i don't i don't know i, I i'd say thumbs in the middle i was kind of expecting and hoping for more but uh uh, it, it was what it was. I mean, yeah, thumbs in the middle for sure. All
0: right, man. Uh, all right, look, listen, I love Jericho as much as the next guy. Um, he's been very nice to me personally. I've I've had great conversation with him. He's a nice guy. Uh, and again, like he's on my Mount Rushmore of, of wrestlers, but this was not good. And I felt like he was completely blown up in the first five minutes of the match um he's not in good shape i don't care what he says he's not something is wrong dude like there's just something wrong there i know people are like oh it's just getting older but like dude that's i mean look at chris that's jericho Greg, just
1: like, yeah that's what i'm saying style, dude look,
0: like, look at look at Chris jericho 10 years ago and then like and then you know Shawn michaels is 10 years older than he is now and sean i mean sean might not have any hair but he's in better shape than chris jericho is today and jericho's supposed to be wrestling every day yeah. you know what i mean like there's something going on, dude. Like he's not okay. Like, I mean, and if he like there's some there's just something going on there, and it's it's it makes me sad. like either stop or figure something out because like I, I don't know. I, I would rather not see him like this to be completely honest. Like I would just rather. I'd rather be done with Jericho in the ring and have him commentate on AEW because he's done a great job there and just manage the inner circle and oh, yeah. maybe like recruit somebody else and you're just the mouthpiece. I would love that. I would have no issue with that. If you want to keep drinking your Grey Goose, buddy, do your thing. I'm not trying to like judge your life. I'm just saying that, like, dude, like, Come on, man. Like, I, I feel like we're all like giving this thumbs in the middle just to because it's Jericho and we love him and like, I, and I love him too. But like, dude, this was bad. I was not into it at all. I gave this a huge thumbs down, double thumbs down if I could. Wasn't into it. I hated that image of him like kind of like half floating in the in the pool too. Like,
2: <laughs> it was just
0: super lazy and not good. I was not a fan of this match at all. Not
1: I'll really. say this is yet another thing on like the second match on this card that. Um, Yet again, had WWE dared to do this, everyone oh. on earth would be taking a huge shit on it. All over it.
0: Yeah, 100%. I agree. I agree. And let's, speaking of poo poo, let's close out this whole show with the last match. It's MJF versus Dean Ambrose for the AEW World Championship. Uh, the fighting side of sh- Cincinnati. The fighting side of Cincinnati. That's what you announced him as. Am, am I am I the only one that thought that was like really silly? Like you're I miss literally it. in Jacksonville with 10% of the crowd. There's no pop and you like anyway. smirk at Justin Roberts. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not okay with this. I, I, and then I like, first of all, I don't, I, I've never liked Dean Ambrose or John Moxley. I think he's an actual cartoon character, like the Tasmanian devil. And he acts <laughs> like he's so serious. And he's like, well, I left because I didn't want to do hokey shit anymore. And then he comes out and bangs on his forehead. And it's like, I don't don't know. I just, he's so silly to me. I just don't like him at all. Big thumbs down to me, too, because I think MJF is the best thing they have going. And I think now was the time to just be like, see, I am undefeated. And I like, I thought, dude, having MJF on dynamite last night as champ would have been 10 times better and yeah. then you have the chase he could have dropped the title again even on dynamite maybe you get a big ratings pop like maybe even he only has the title for a couple weeks whatever but he should have won the match period in my in my estimation i don't like dina in the ring i don't like his promos there's nothing about dean or john or whatever anybody wants to call him i don't like him i just don't like his match i didn't like the work rate i don't like his style i just don't like him so for me Thumbs down. I think MJF is definitely the future of the business. The best heel and true heel in the business today. MJF should have won the title. It makes way more sense to push him as your youthful guy. The one guy that you will finally have as champ that hasn't been a WWE champion. Like, aren't you supposed to be the alternative? Like, And you still have Dean Ambrose and Chris Jericho as your only two champions. And Brody Lee is your TNT champion. And Cody Rhodes was before that. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, I don't know. Not for me at all. Jesse, what do you think?
1: Complete opposite. I loved it. Um, I thought that I just thought the way that they worked this match in particular was really good. I it's not that I disagree about now being the time to pull the trigger on MJF, but to a degree I kind of do. I like the idea that he lost over a scrub. Like he lost from dude, you know, a little cheat skis, a little behind the back referee, snuck sure. the move in. So MJF has a legitimate gripe. To continue forward caused a little bit of tension with him and his heater which is never bad for a heel you always kind of want to have that because if they're just running around like best buds all the time nobody gives a fuck but if there's a little bit of tension there it's a whipping boy again you know sure i get that um sean i enjoyed it i thought mjf worked a classic heel perspective on a main event championship match i thought he did a fucking incredible job as per usual I don't love Moxley's work either. Um, I agree that that parts of the character are a little buffoonish, but at the same time, like, I think if you really hold it up to – look at who MJF has faced since he's been there, you know? Um, And where he came from before that, working in MLW for quite some time and indies everywhere. I mean, the first four times I saw MJF, three of them were at Basement East, and one was at that Dojo Pro shit.
0: And each time,
1: he stole the show every fucking time.
0: Yeah, he's One of them, he didn't dude. even
1: wrestle. He was on crutches. He just cut a promo it was the best part of the show. Yeah, like um, I, I just think that uh, I did think the match itself was good though, um, and I don't hate the result because it can build towards something else. Hopefully, by the time that they actually pull the trigger and put the strap on MJF, um, maybe the crowd's increased a little bit. They get a little bit more of a pop out of it. He gets to do it in front of a little few more people. I don't know, but for me, it was a thumbs up.
0: I get that, man. To me, though, it's like you can ride this wave of the fact that he was undefeated until he got to the title. And he could have dropped it the next night and made it super heelish. But, like, dude, that's the storyline that you run with for 10 years in your promo promotion because this dude is young. You know what I mean? Benji, what do you think?
2: No, well, I, I agree more with uh, with you, Daniel. I think that MJF is the future. And he could have been – he should have been crowned champion. I mean there's – I felt like it would have been a surprise because everybody – yes. I mean, that's that's what we're missing. We're not getting big surprises right now, and I yes. feel like there was no could've... outcome
0: on this show that was a surprise. Not one outcome. Not no. one.
2: But they could have they could have pulled the trigger, had NJF win the championship, especially over. I mean, you've got Moxley who was tops the PWI 500. Like, of course, everyone's going to think they're going to keep the title on him. Yes. I mean, so yes. pull it off him. I mean, I feel like I, I don't know, It was a thumbs down for me all the way. I I think that. That Moxley is extremely overrated. I feel like if he's going to do some kind of crazy kooky character, he needs to go full-fledged Brian Pillman on it. You know? Agree. So like, like, If you're gonna do it, go all the way. He's you know? diet
0: uh, Pillman, dude. That's exactly what it is to me. It's yeah. diet Pillman with not as good work rate, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, thumbs down for me. They should have given MJF the title, and uh, it, it, I'm 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 worried that MJF's going to be shuffled back down the card. Where I'm happy that Orange Cassidy is. I think that uh MJF deserves to be in that top tier.
0: But
2: you know. I agree. I agree. Well, boys,
0: I feel like you know, we put we pushed, we pulled. But overall, let's go around the horn. If you had to compare payback to all out, Jesse, which one are you going with? Who who won this K comparison? It's all out. All right. It's all out. So over, like, is there, you know, any elaboration there? Any reason why you particularly cared for All Out more than?
1: I just feel like even with a couple of scary spots um, and and some just some weird choices or whatever, overall, I think it elevated more talent. I think that there's a whole lot more potential for all of their storylines coming out of this show than with the Payback thing. For me, there is just so many matches on Payback that I didn't give two shits about at all. And I do keep up with the weekly product. So, like, I've been aware of what's going on. And it's just they Bailey and Sasha get so much goddamn TV time. They're just beating it to death. And I, I, I hate it. <laughs> like it's just one of those things. I don't know. I, I just felt like the, um, the choice the, the choice to have a pay-per-view event a week after SummerSlam already to me was questionable. I don't think that it was worth it. I don't think that it delivered. If anything, it was really just a glorified vehicle to put the strap back on reins, which is fine. But I thought overall all
2: out was the better show.
0: All right Benji, what was your overall grade and why? Yeah, um
2: I agree with I feel like All that was a better show. Um I feel I mean I, I I think I I feel AEW did a better job just progressing storylines in general. Just I feel like WWE it was a vehicle. Backlash was just a vehicle. Yeah, I mean, Jesse, you're exactly right. I I would give Backlash 2 stars. I give all out three stars, but I, uh, I was. This is the first AEW pay per view. I really feel like I didn't get my money's worth.
0: Agreed. I mean, it's,
2: it's fifty Agreed. bucks, and like I bought every single one of them, and I want to support the company and. But I feel Reed. like this is the first pay per view that I've got that I just didn't feel like I got my money's worth. Yeah, and so. it's not—it's
0: not all on the promotion. Uh, some of it's on just on the wrestlers. Some of it's just on circumstances. But I do agree, and I, you know what? It's—it's it's weird to say that too. It's weird to say that like AEW won this. Yeah. But they won, and and they did I, from my perspective too. That I think we all would say that. But I don't think it was like a landslide by any means, and I don't think that it was. And that's sad because it's a payback versus one of their kind of crown shows and all out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like to say that like it barely nudged it out by a star, which is pretty much accurate from my opinion too, is that's not enough. Especially yeah. like when – the when like if you're the one – if you're the company that is the alternative and you're not doing weekly or monthly pay-per-views, which we appreciate, when we get time for a pay-per-view, it needs to be a pay-per-view. And every single match on that card needs to have a lot of story, and I don't need 11 matches on a card. Like yeah. that's that's too much you know what i mean like that's not that's just not, i mean with with two pre-show matches and then like nine on your main card that's too many like uh i mean i, I will say like they, that yeah
1: they could have cut they could have easily cut three matches off that card and been fine
0: 100 mm-hmm. percent, exactly you could have just put them you couldn't even put those matches on dark like they, they, some of those matches shouldn't even have been on dynamite you know what i mean and it was like what like so for me yes it did win but like not by not enough. It should have been. It should have been a landslide. By the way they yeah. built it up. By the way they had some of these angles Like I mean, MJF angle, John Moxley going in was hot. Warren Cassidy, Chris Jericho, hot. FTR and 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 uh, uh Paige and Omega, super hot. Like they, that was probably the, the one they spent the most time on. I actually thought that was going to close the show. I thought the tag titles were going to close the show. Um,
1: that would have been smarter. 100
0: yeah. percent agreed. 100 percent agreed. It should have been Cassidy and then Moxley and then. The, the final match should have been a tag match especially when you tout yourselves is the you know the, the the league that cares about tag team wrestling and we invest so much in our tag teams and it's like okay cool then make them the main event you know one time like I, I don't know i i feel like they really want to be the alternative but they're falling into this whole like we have to do certain things like wwe does because that's our market but it's not like there are so many wrestling fans that are that I know that are true wrestling fans. that listen to podcasts every week and like they just don't watch any wrestling anymore because it's all trash. Like, mm-hmm. and it's not because like it's not just because we're getting older. Like, I talk to people that are eight, nine, ten years younger than me that are like, you know, I haven't watched wrestling in – two or three years like because there was a time i'd say around 2015 where it was getting really popular indies were popping off bullet club was going up huge new japan was blowing up like it was a new resurgence and now i feel like granted the pandemic slowed a lot of that shit down too but like i don't know man i mean we're just all everybody's just kind of swimming i feel like i feel like the future of pro wrestling is really hangs in the balance with this kind of like when you need kind of people on top of people for the energy of a show it's kinda it's really hard to do in this in this climate. And I think the Thunderdome is a better presentation than what AEW is still doing in Daily's place too. So aesthetically, I would actually give it to payback. I love the Thunderdome. I think that's genius. What do you guys think about Thunderdome?
2: I think it's overkill. It's, oh, it's, I love it. it's it's too it. busy for me. Um I mean, I I like the, the, I like the idea of it. I just think it's, it's too much personally,
0: but. Okay. Well then maybe I, maybe I am in the minority. I know Jesse would prefer just to have people on the floor. We talked about this in the last show, but.
1: Well, it's not necessarily that I prefer it. I just, you know, I, I like the idea of, uh, the wrestler thing, you know, like I, 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 I know you hate it. I like it. Um. I get the Thunderdome concept. Don't get me wrong. It's innovative. It's fucking genius. I mean, if you're talking about creative ways to solve a problem like the pandemic, I mean, good God, it's, you know, ideal. But yeah. um, I don't know. I, I just I – I definitely wouldn't say I prefer it. Um, the, the noise of the limited amount of the crowd, um, even during Dynamites and stuff, Pops the shit out of me still, just because it's been so long since we've heard any of it, sure. um, and it's you know I understand that that's pretty silly, but at the same no time,
0: I, no I, dude audio is important I agree,
1: <laughs> and uh, one of them are y'all are you guys Botchamania fans?
2: Oh of course yeah yeah. So
1: I just I just watched the new one and they were uh, playing the audio from two K eighteen, and it was the exact fucking crowd audio during Kevin Owens and Aleister Black segment on Raw,
2: <laughs> and
1: it just. It popped me. It
2: popped me oh,
1: oh, that's amazing. I love, it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, guys,
0: listen. Jesse, where can people find you, man? What do you, what do you man, got going have, on outside of this?
1: At, at Jesse Baker Nash on Instagram. Jesse Baker on Facebook. If it's some asshole talking about music and bad movies, it's probably me. Um, just working on stuff with the Springwater. We uh, announced this Music City Bandwidth 15 venue streaming thing that starts next week that we're doing across the town and it's pretty fucking cool and that's about it for me
2: benji where can people find you bro uh you can find me on facebook under benji brown or benji nashville on instagram and uh I'm currently unemployed, but uh, I've got a five-star rating on my Animal Crossing Island. So, you yeah, oh, know, I've got that for me. Thanks
0: for looking up. Thanks for looking <laughs> up.
2: <laughs> As always, you know, you can find us at kfabe.com on
0: Twitter and Instagram. That's going to wrap up this week. Thank you guys so much for joining me, man. Jesse, Benji, I love you guys so much. Thanks for being here. Uh, love Thanks you for having you. Thanks for having us. So be sure to tune in next week. Uh, the KG Lush is going to be back for one of our infamous or famous depending on how you look on it uh, the happy hours it's a full hour of wrestling trivia it's a 6 pack and 20 questions if I get the question wrong I have to drink if he gets the question wrong he has to drink we know you guys love it be sure to hit that subscribe button leave us a 5 star review we're out that's going to do it for us my name is Mr. Know It All Daniel John Schaefer I've been happy to be joined by Jesse Baker and Benji Brown we'll see you guys next week we're out Beats.